welcome to Your Bossy Podcast. We are on season four, episode two. For this season, it is about solo Thailand project finding me. It is about how I went on a trip to Thailand by myself for about six months and I tried to find my purpose in life. I tried to discover myself and work on myself. So yeah, um, we will be diving into a little bit more today. But if you want to know more about how this whole trip came about, then go and listen to the last episode. It is going to explain about what started it and how I came up with the idea and what I went through right before this moment that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. For today's episode, it is titled Solo Phuket, Thailand. It is going to be about all of my experiences in Phuket. I will be taking you through all of the stays and the overall experiences and then some tips that I have for you if you're planning to go to this area. There will be some pictures from time to time just showing you things that I've tried or what I'm talking about. I'm not going to tell you when things pop up because it's going to be too much of um, cutting myself off. So just look forward to that. And as for like all of the details on the markets or the stays and things like that, I will put it in the description. So if you're interested in that as well, it will be in the description section. So before I get into going into the details of Phuket, I want to share with you about the moment that it felt really real to me that I was doing this and that it was all happening. My partner dropped me off at the airport and it still felt fine. I felt like I was still going with the flow. It hasn't hit me yet. I was excited. I got through check-in, got through security. I waited in the lobby and everything was good. And then it started to feel real when I was in the airplane as I watched like the city go by in the window and I watched that I was leaving. It started to feel really real and I started to feel very scared and sad. And I'm just those type of people that I'm like, you never know what could happen. And I was like, this may be the last time that I ever see my family too. So that was the moment when everything started to kick in and feel real. Although I was like scared and sad and everything, I was still excited and try to think positive about why I'm doing this and what I can achieve and overcome because of this trip. So holding on to that really made me feel a lot more secure and made me feel confident. So yeah, that happened. It wasn't even when I landed in Thailand or like, you know, the drive there or anything. It was during takeoff and just watching as I leave my state was when it started to feel real. All right, now let's get into um, talking about Phuket. Phuket was the city that I landed in because I wanted to go to like the beachy area right away. I think like way in the past, I'm not even sure if there was even a Phuket airport, but I've always flown to Bangkok and a majority of the time people fly there as well and land there because it is like their capital city where it is like a bigger airport as well so I think that's why like people go there but I decided to land in Phuket and if you see me looking down it's because I'm looking at my notes since there was just so much to talk about and I want to get into details some details for you guys so I'll be looking at my laptop to just make sure that I'm on task for you guys okay so within my stay in Phuket, I was there for seven and a half weeks. I was there from September 6th to October 25th. 
the weather there was a lot of rain, um, kind of hot here and there, humid because of the rain. And then there was even like floods that happened during my stay there. So there wasn't like too much of like perfect weather. It was pretty gloomy my time there. My first day was at the Mirage Patong. Um, it was $15 a day and I stayed there for about one week. How I planned or game planned for my stays was I made sure that I had like a couple of weeks in the city because I wasn't sure, you know, like if how Wi-Fi was going to be and all that stuff. So I wanted to make sure I had a place to stay at least. I booked like three weeks worth of hotel and then I kind of went on from there. I kind of tested out the place to kind of see if it was a good location to see what was best or what was cheaper. And then I kind of adjusted or I kind of went and found the location accordingly. So my first and second stay was already booked back in the States before I arrived. My first stay was at the Mirage Patong and um, it was not the best hotel. I think that it's kind of what you you get what you pay for. It was one of the cheapest hotel that I stayed at, but it wasn't too bad to the point where like I felt super uncomfortable staying there. It was just not the best as well. Um, I did have like a safety issue with this hotel's lock because um, there was one day that I was walking out and it just so happened to be like my first time that I exited too. I'm the type of person where I like to double check and kind of push the door to see if the door locked behind me if you don't do that i really recommend that you start doing that because um you never know what could happen just like this scenario so i wanted to grab something quick from the lobby so i didn't grab like you know the, the money that i had in my passport or anything like that all of my valuable i kind of just left it out in the open and when i pushed the door back to see if it locked it actually didn't lock and in thailand they have like certain locks sometimes where it's like those electrical ones where it automatically locks when you pull on it and close the door but this lock obviously didn't lock and i was able to get into my room without even having to use the key or anything so i was a little bit unhappy with that because just imagine like it malfunctioning and something happens to me safety was a really big issue for me so i was not a fan that this was one of the kind of downfall that they had i did talk to like the hosts because i think i went through airbnb for this and he did kind of fix it but then i think that it happened again and then i had to have them fix it again so i was not a big fan of this they also had like really bad wi-fi and for somebody that was creating content it was really hard for me to kind of get online and do things and post and upload things location wise it was not the best location in my opinion it was kind of a walk to get to like the main attractions which is like the Banglan road or the mall or all of the other stuff like closer to the beach area it was you had to go through like a dark alley and when i say dark alley it wasn't like pitch black dark it was kind of like run by massage parlors or like other things as well but they just didn't have like good lighting to kind of like brighten up that road that you had to go through to get to like the Bunglen road so i wasn't a fan of that um, especially if you're traveling solo of course it's kind of like creepy and safety issue wise too so i wasn't a fan of that um, however you know i made it nothing happened to me but i will say that when i stayed at this place i only went out maybe twice or three times my whole stay there just because of this like dark alley
the last thing that i have to say about this place because unfortunately i don't have anything positive to say about this place other than maybe like they had a, a convenient 7-eleven across the street but i wasn't a fan of like the energy that i felt as well and this is this goes into like spiritual stuff if you're not a fan of that then um maybe this part is not for you but um i was not feeling a good energy in the room like i i felt kind of creeped out i kind of felt um you know nervous and like my spirit just wasn't settling well and i am like that when i go to like certain areas or certain things where i just don't i'm just not vibing with the place and um, that's how i felt about this place and i think it had to do with their pool i'm the type of person where i am scared of like dying by drowning and i am not the biggest fan of like lakes and water um, i can swim decent but i'm still i'm still gonna wear that life jacket um yeah so after going in this pool i started to have have the bad energy um, I did sense it when I first kind of arrived into the room but it got worse when I went into the pool and thing is too that I wasn't even thinking of anything really I wasn't scared I held this like kind of motto in my head where I'm gonna beat you up or I'm gonna punch you so don't mess with me type of deal with with like spirits living or dead <laughs> so like I held myself like very confident like that so that's kind of like what got me by but when it comes down to like my night mirrors and stuff like it then i start to kind of trust that something's not settling well or something's not right it happened like when i went into the pool and then i kind of literally swam instead of just dip my body in the pool and after that like i started to have nightmares and and it was like really bad energy and then i was like um what changed because the first night i i believe i didn't even go in the pool so then i was like i think it might have be the pool and then um i tested it out where i kind of went into the pool but i didn't go like head in and i still felt like bad energy had bad dreams still and then i decided that maybe i should stop going into the pool and then uh, when i stopped going to the pool i started to feel a lot better so that's just me i don't know maybe you don't believe this kind of stuff but um you know i i i started to feel better and i believe it has something to do with that pool speaking of the pool it wasn't a bad pool it was kind of tiny but it wasn't um like the worst too it the view to like the beach was not the best the sunset view was not too bad it was actually really pretty but like i said it was kind of gloomy a majority of my time in phuket so i did like have like a lot of rain during that time and there wasn't that many people like up there when it was like gloomy and rainy because there wasn't that much shelter at this hotel you were able to see kind of like the mountainside as well so i thought that that was really pretty to be able to see like the mountains and the sunset view so I guess that was like the only other thing that was really nice about this place. That's all I have to say about this place. I know I didn't I didn't really have a lot of good things to say about them. You kind of get what you pay for, you know? Mm -hmm. My second stay was at the Marina Hotel. It was about $25 a day. I stayed there for about two weeks. The problems that I had at this hotel was they had like a roach problem. And it was like the tiny roaches. They were like everywhere to the point where like I saw one crawl into the refrigerator. 
and that was like disgusting to me um they were on the counters i didn't see them on the bed but it really it really sucked i did not like take out any of my belongings i didn't put anything on the counter i didn't take out my makeup or my skincare or anything because i didn't want to carry the roaches with me since i didn't know where i was gonna go still but yeah i don't know if it was because of the roaches or because of the curry that i had or maybe it's because maybe there was roaches in the curry who knows but during my stay here i noticed that i had a lot more like diarrhea and it wasn't it wasn't like the bad diarrhea it was just kind of like a detox diarrhea and yeah i don't know if it's because of the curry or the roaches or maybe both but i did have that issue there another downfall about this hotel is that it is kind of located a little bit at the end of the road where it kind of goes up into the street that you take to go to the central of Phuket. This road that is along the side of this hotel, it's like a straight shot road and they don't have any like speed bumps or anything. So a lot of the times at night, because it's a lot more empty, a lot of people like to blast their vehicles on this road and really race and things like that. So it would get like really loud and it would just be like like unnecessary noise i get where they're coming from they're on vacation they want to be you know obnoxious and do that for the first time in their life maybe or just feeling like they're so cool and doing that but it was pretty irritating to have that um, while you're trying to sleep as well Inside the hotel, it did feel kind of scary, but not as scary as the first one. Um, during the day, it was really bright and everything, but during the nighttime, it was just, I don't know, the energy just wasn't there. I did have a few um, bad dreams, but it wasn't too bad. This hotel had one of the nicest um, pool ever like that I stayed at. <laughs> it was so beautiful and so big, and just the way that the sun set in the direction of this pool was just so perfect but unfortunately because it was kind of gloomy and rainy it didn't happen too often and that was like the thing that sucked is because it was just gloomy and rainy but when it, the sun did come out it was just an incredible view you guys um i really enjoyed looking at the sunset and just um feeling like you're on vacation and like you're just living in the moment this was the hotel that I stayed at that I kind of went out and explored because this area was kind of secluded. So I had to walk to certain areas and I made this kind of mission of mine to walk around and visit like cafes or get to know cafes and work on my um, content and stuff. So I, this was the hotel that I was at when I actually met my friend Numning and Emmy. They are the friends that I met and got really close with when I was in Thailand. They worked at 52 Hertz and I got to know them when i was staying at this hotel there will be a whole nother episode about like you know friendships that i made and they will definitely be part of it i also made friends with some staffs at this hotel i got along more with like the night shift staffs because it was just a lot more quiet and they were just more um chilled and younger too i got to know a lot of them and you know we really vibe this was also the hotel where i kind of got tipsy and um since i was by myself you know i played it safe where i just kind of got to know the environment still before i even went out and got tipsy honestly i don't think that i ever went out and got tipsy to the point where i was not good because again just safety wise so this was the hotel and i 
enjoyed the company because the staffs are so sweet to me another good thing about this hotel is that the time that i was there they had like a free photo shoot where they did it like every saturday and somebody would come and just take your photos up at the pool and then they would just post it on their Facebook page, kind of advertise for themselves. And then you would just get like free professional photos. And that was really cool. When I saw this flyer in the elevator, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to show up, pretend like I didn't know that it was here. But I know that this photo shoot is happening. And then I did get ready since I was there for like two weeks. I got ready like the first Saturday. And then the second one, I didn't get ready or do any makeup. And it kind of went all natural. And so I got some photos from that and it was really lovely they did have a site in this hotel that was like um i think they advertised it as like a dj or like a disco and dance floor or dancing in the pool and stuff but it was closed i think there was like it was like under construction or something um but i'm not gonna lie there wasn't that many people and that many kind of like young people to kind of dance and do all that anyway so um that didn't happen but other than that that's all the things that i have to say about the marina i will say that it wasn't a bad hotel it was just really the roaches and the loud traffic but overall like majority of the time it was a good experience my next day was at coco Tao. so i booked this stay after you know, exploring the area and kind of get to, getting to know where the food is where the attractions are where is it loud and where is it quiet so i booked this hotel because it was the cheapest yet the most convenient it was about 19 dollars a day i stayed there for one week and then i extended it for three more weeks so it was a total of four weeks the downfalls about this hotel was that they did have like big roaches and now i keep talking about all these things but all of these things were like over a year ago so it's not going to be the same anymore probably but that's just my experience and i just want to share with you guys so this hotel did have like big roaches i would just leave and then come back and then i would find the big roach like dead on the ground or where my shoe is and then there was one time when i was eating and then i saw a roach on top of my container and that was like when i was like oh my god this is so gross this is creepy it wasn't too often as much as like the tiny roaches um however like in the lobby was where a lot of the roaches were like in the morning when i would go and sit in the lobby and kind of work on my content and stuff i would see like a whole bunch of them on the ground just laid on their back and fun fact either my thai friend or my cousin told me that roaches like to protect that they're dead and then when you turn on the lights they get scared so they lay on their back and they're not actually dead so i don't know if it's true but you know they're they're local so i was like oh my god that's so funny because you know every single morning when i would come into the lobby i'd be like how come there's so many dead roaches <laughs> so um yeah they did have like a roach problem with like the big roaches and funny thing is that like one day i was kind of thinking like do they have like other kind of problems you know like rats like how come i haven't seen any rats and while i was sitting there i kind of saw a big rat run outside because there was like a door going out to the other like rooms i saw a rat run into that area and i was like oh my god never mind rats they do exist but they're just better at hiding themselves <laughs> fair warning before i say this next part but this was also the hotel that i came upon my suicide letter and i was sitting in the lobby and this was when i kind of was working on my content looking through stuff and then i came upon my letter that i had wrote years ago and i had forgotten that i wrote this letter and that at one point in my life i was so low that i was ready to leave the world and 
you know, experiencing that when you're alone by yourself in a hotel and you don't really have anybody to kind of confide in, hug you or anything. It was really sad. I remember just wanting a hug so bad from my partner after coming across this. At the same time, like I felt sad to see that, but I did feel very proud of myself that I was here and I am trying to do something with my life and I'm trying to better myself. So that incident happened at this hotel in this lobby. I made friends with the staffs at this hotel since I stayed there kind of so long, but it wasn't like too close. They were just really nice to me. I remember when I left, I think I bought them kind of like donuts to kind of say thank you. But then the like dasher didn't deliver like half of it. They only got half of it. So unfortunately, they only got like a dozen of donuts. And that was really sad. But what can you do? Things happen. So Coco Tell has like this big slide that they have in the front of their lobby. And then it kind of like twirls around and then lands like right in front of the staffs where they're sitting at the front and you know I really wanted to do it because I was like oh like you know I only live once do things that I want to do and nobody knows me anyways so I was trying to like build up the courage and all that stuff to do it and one day I decided to do it but I was wearing shorts so the shorts that I was wearing and my skin it was just not going with the slide and I decided to record myself going down the slide but it was such a big fail because I was like like going down the slide and then like when I got to the bottom I the staffs like looked at me and I looked at them I was like oh my god I'm so sorry and then the staffs was like um laughing at me and I was laughing too because I was like oh my god I didn't think it was gonna be such a fail but I really wanted to try and they're like no it's okay that's so funny and I was like yeah it was really embarrassing but it didn't stop me because I tried it again and I did it again but then it wasn't fun anymore so then I, I didn't do it anymore but I thought that that was a very funny encounter that I had at this hotel. Location-wise, uh, this hotel was really close to the beach and it was literally like not even half a block because you literally walk like maybe not even 10 steps and then you cross the street and then you past two restaurants and then you're there at the beach already so it was really convenient to the beach and um it was at the like loading dock as well so there was a lot of like you know traffic and people going in and out of that area it was so convenient however i realized that i'm not that big of a fan of beaches so i didn't go too much i think i went less than like five times during my whole month there it was just not for me i i realized that i don't like like the sand the hot weather the bugs too there was a lot of like aggressive like horse flies there so I wasn't too much of a fan of that I think I only swam in like the salty water too once only I just wanted to make sure that like I didn't have any regrets that's why I kind of did it but I wasn't a fan of that either because your like bottoms just get so sandy and so I wasn't a fan of that as well the only thing that I would say about like, you know, the even though the beach was very convenient, the restaurant owners that you have to go through to get to the beach, they were just really aggressive. And they were like aggressive to the point where one of them even grabbed my arm. And I wasn't a fan of that because, you know, like you shouldn't touch somebody because you don't know them. And 
it, you shouldn't go to that extreme length as well. I think it was because like I might have came off like friendly where, you know, being kind, sometimes people think that that's you being friendly with them, but you're just being respectful. He thought that it was okay to do that to me. And then I think right there and then was kind of like when I knew that I, I had to be serious with him. So I, I was like very stern with him, like, no, I don't want to eat at your restaurant. Stop. And then, you know, from there on, he did stop bothering me. So an advice to you is just always stand your ground be kind but at the same time be stern as well and um don't allow anybody to really grab you like that because personally i didn't think it was okay but you know for them they they might think it's okay so maybe they're still learning too who knows but yeah um that kind of prevented me too from wanting to go to the beach because i didn't want to deal with those type of people and it's quite common for that to happen at the beach uh, with people who are like trying to get you to their restaurant or sell you like ski attractions or like parasailing too so um you know just stand your ground and enjoy yourself location wise as well there was like massage parlors right from the left and the right of you and then um, there was about like two coffee shops to the left and then right in front of this hotel they had like a night market where um, there were like a little bit aggressive but goofy guys that worked together to kind of get you to um, buy their stuff and eat at their booths. Um, I saw the way that they were already and I kind of just sat there chilled and then like later on I kind of got to know them a lot more and I realized that they're just trying to do their job and they're just trying to make a living and trying to get by but I think somehow somewhere along the way they got it stuck in their mind that the way to get people is to target them the way that they do they think that being like very um, persistent is the way to get customers but I do feel like a lot of the times now people have evolved where they become more confident and more stern and more rude even if you behave that way towards them so I met these group of guys that kind of ran this night market and worked there one of them was kind of awkward <laughs> sometimes we just stand there he just kind of doesn't know what to say and then there was one where he was super friendly and kind of got to know me and like would ask me a whole bunch of questions and then there was like two or three others that were just kind of like you know that's cool or whatever they were just really nice overall they were like a group of good people um but i will say if it's your first time then they can come off very annoying they sold like the average market foods it wasn't too big of a market it was kind of like maybe a total of five food stands there and then like two fruit stands and like drink stands it wasn't too much but it was enough where like if you were lazy then you can go right out there and grab food Kokotel was also not too close to the Bunglan road it was about maybe half a mile away from the Bunglan road but it wasn't too far or too close because I feel like you know that's a very high traffic area and then when you get to Coco Hotel then it, it's a lot more quiet and not too bad so I thought it was like the perfect location where you didn't have to deal with so much traffic I think that location wise this hotel was really up there I felt like it was perfect for me there was a lot of things to do there were a lot of like um shops and places to eat which is something that I always thought of when I booked a place to stay is that where can I go get food to eat the because pool though however it was a very disappointing pool it was so tiny and there's really not much going on the pool was a little bit dirty at the time too I felt like there wasn't any kind of circulation or anything cleaning up the pools so it was a little bit dirty but um yeah don't 
book it for the pool if you think that the pool is going to be it because the pool was not it, <laughs> unfortunately. The view from the pool, um, I will say that it was blocked by a lot of trees, so it wasn't too nice, to be honest. And the sunset, I don't think I even watched a single sunset from this view because it was just not the highest point and not the most beautiful. I did get a gym membership um, when I was staying at this hotel since I was staying there for like a month. It was about one mile walk, so I decided to kind of use that one mile as like my warm up to get to the gym. However, I did really like dread the walk back because when you get your session in and then you get so tired, of course, you know this stuff. So then I like I would get so tired and I would not want to walk back. But when I walk back, then it would kind of be like dinner time. So I would grab like food along the way. This gym, it was called Maximum Gym. I am wearing like one of their merch from there and this look too is the look that i always had when i was in thailand it was so easy and convenient but this is from that gym and i did my very first multi class at this gym and i will rate it like workout wise i will say 10 out of 10 customer service wise i will say that it's kind of like 5 out of 10 because when I arrived, I was so confused. I thought I had assumed that everybody was kind of new and doing it too, but they were like, you know, part of their membership plan. So they were like regulars and like the coaches. So there was like two coaches and the first coach, he was like an older gentleman. I think he was like a pro or something like that. He didn't have the best customer service. I honest, I think he was like eating sunflower seeds and there was no greeting or anything. I was so confused. I was so lost. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have anything either and um i kind of just warmed up with them and then after that they kind of just started punching bags and stuff and they kind of did like one-on-one -on -one sessions and then they got me in for a one-on-one -on -one session was which was really nice and then i did the one-on-one -on -one session with the second coach which he was a lot younger and he was really cool and he taught me a lot of things but you know it was really confusing and like i didn't feel like welcomed customer service just wasn't there However, at the session, I did meet my girl, Pearly G. I didn't know that she was Instagram famous, but I did meet my girl, Pearly G. And, you know, I vibed with her instantly. She was so sweet to me and I got to know her a little bit more. But then unfortunately, it was kind of like my last week in Phuket or so. And I think she was like going to take off or something like that, too. So we didn't get to like hang out like how my friend Emmy and Numning and not and I did but um, it was really nice that I got to meet somebody through the session as well overall I think that my recommendation for you is if you want to do like one course of Matai then and you want to get the whole experience then still do it if you are at this place because it wasn't too bad for the price I think that I got my workout in and I did learn a lot from this session as well so I'd say if you're just trying to do one session and get it get the experience then I say go for it um, Cocotel did feel safe. I felt secure and I and for the first time I felt like this was home. I felt like it was so roomy, just the perfect size, the perfect everything for me. I didn't have like a lot of bad dreams or the energy wasn't bad like how it was at the first two hotels. However, I did have one really like, scary dream and like kind of creepy encounter. So fair warning again now, um, before I say all of this stuff, it's kind of spiritual. So if it's not for you to then skip like the next five minutes. I'm going to tell you about the encounter that I had before the dream. So 
I was coming back from, I believe, the coffee shop, and then there was like these two gentlemen that were kind of standing on the top ledge, and they were kind of talking about something. I was walking kind of past them, and then there was this cat that ran past us, in between us, but then the cat scared them first, and then they kind of like screamed, and then I got spooked by them. So then like when the cat ran, <laughs> um, it was kind of like an interesting encounter. Like I, I didn't expect them to be scared, but because the cat made some noise as well they kind of got like spooked because it, it was out of nowhere because uh, i kind of saw the cat coming but then when the cat made that noise they got scared and they screamed and then got me scared so um that happened and you know i didn't really think much of it because i was just like what the heck so then that night i went to sleep and i had a really odd dream and it felt really scary to me because when you're traveling alone and you believe in shamanism and all that stuff you kind of get spooked out when you have dreams are scary because they're always like a sign or something since i do believe in shamanism i did have my partner um's mom tie a like a spirit protection string on me and i had it around my ankle so i had it to protect me on my whole trip and i held myself very confident and strong especially with the string on me to like protect me but that night i had a dream and it was so creepy because something had like ran across me in my vision in my dream and then they kind of went to the side and they kind of disappeared and then whatever it was tried to grab my ankle where my protection bracelet was and they were trying to pull it and break it and I I took my hand and I put my hand on the string and I held on to my string in my ankle because I was like no I'm not gonna let you break it it's to protect me and they're like just let me do it and I was like no I'm not going to and I was fighting that spirit or whatever it was in my dream oh just talking about gives me shiver and so I was like fighting with them in my dream and I realized like later why did I have such a scary dream because I knew that if this protection bracelet was gonna break that you know I wasn't gonna be protected anymore and I, I would I would be more vulnerable you know so I was really creeped out and then I, I kind of put the pieces together of like why why something flashing between me and 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 things like that in my dream and then I thought about how the encounter I had the cat ran by me so fast it, it felt like the flash as well in my dream and then I realized that the cat was running from something and I didn't think about it Ugh, oh my god I have shivers I didn't think about it that what was the cat running away from because at that moment I didn't I was more kind of like what the hell to like the the guys that were scared I didn't think about what was chasing the cat and why the cat was scared in the first place so you know I kind of was like you know maybe something was chasing the cat like spiritually and then the cat got scared and that's what the cat was running away from and you know that Thing, kind of like tried to get me and followed me and stuff like that so it was not good you guys like I was really creeped out I was really scared I think I woke up and then I called my partner and just had my partner sleep with me on the phone because I was I was not I was not having it and I didn't want to talk about it because I felt like when you're nervous and you talk about it then you're more vulnerable as well so I didn't talk about it until I woke up then like the next morning <laughs> when people ask me if anything creepy happened in Thailand I feel like that was really creepy to me and I shared that story with them <laughs> last but not least the flooding that happened in Phuket um, did happen at this time when I was at this hotel and I remember it was raining really hard and a lot of thunder and then the electricity went out and I 
I was a little bit creeped out because I sleep with the nightlight on. When you travel by yourself, maybe some people who travel by themselves still don't even do this. But for me, I feel like it's more safe for me to be able to see if there's anything in my room. So I always had a nightlight on. And when this, this flooding happened and the power went out, I didn't have any more lights. So what I did was I used like my tablet and I used my vanity mirror to kind of give me light. But with the flooding, like I really felt for the people that lost things you know not even just limiting from vehicles because you guys know that i've have experience with flooding my vehicle i shared that in the last episode how traumatizing it was for me to kind of just go through that and to have this like you know anxiety with like driving in the rain but what i really felt for was also insurance and the dealing with rentals and losing their business a lot of the times these people you have their business right out in the open or like right there and for the flood to happen i can't imagine like how much damage it did to all of their things in their business so I really felt for them and um, it was a really hard time like you know you just have so much empathy for people especially if you've experienced it firsthand so it was really sad to see and really difficult to experience again that's about all of the stays that I stayed at in Phuket I'm gonna go over my overall experiences in Phuket I will say that it was really expensive to taxi I really hated traveling to the center of Phuket because of traffic um, traffic was really bad where you you, there was only like really two routes to take to the central of Phuket and when you take those routes there's just so much traffic with everybody going back and forth and it's like so curvy as well um, the main one that everybody usually takes it's so curvy that it's kind of dangerous it's like Tokyo Drift I was like behind this one taxi once and I was like oh my god it feels like Tokyo Drift in here because it's so true it's so like wavy and they drive so fast and honestly they are really good at driving too though I wasn't too big of a fan of that uh, the taxis were like expensive where they were about four to like 500 baht to get to like the central of Phuket that is pricey for like local price it's about like 15 dollars or so to kind of get to the central and um, that's very pricey for local price and and honestly that's very pricey for me as well traveling and you're jobless and you are just on a budget so it was really pricey so i didn't go there too much because i didn't want to pay that price to go there food fruit stand fruits and souvenirs were also really expensive again it's just like a very high traffic area so everything was just kind of up in price i was really disappointed that the jocelyn mall was closed and under construction during my time there there wasn't any information online about it being closed and under construction or anything like that and it really sucked because the first time that i was in Phuket it was very beautiful and this time I wanted to re-experience that by myself but it was closed down I don't know if it's still closed down now but hopefully they got everything up and running or if they updated online I will say that Phuket had one of the best night market which is their old town Sunday market and it only happens on Sunday it's so big and there's so much at this market and it was so aesthetic you guys that it's something that I really recommend to anybody that goes to Phuket is that make sure you book it around this time of the Sunday night market because this market is to die for it is one of the most beautiful market out there that I've ever experienced in Thailand I think a lot of people also say that as well and it wasn't even just that it was like aesthetic it was that there was so much to choose from and there was like 
all sorts of vendors and all kinds of food. You can literally have like so many different kinds of food. But unfortunately, because I was traveling by myself, I couldn't eat everything and I couldn't share my food with people. So I didn't want to waste food. So I got like full often, you know, I would recommend too that if you go like hopefully you have other people where you can kind of, you know, buy things to taste and try it so that you don't have to like get full off of like two things only because there's so much to choose from, from like food to like desserts to drinks to everything. They even had like a lot of other souvenirs to choose from as well. So I um, highly recommend this place. I attended the vegan festival is what foreigners know it by. But locals call it like the Nine Emperor Gods Festival. So I attended that as well. And I actually attended that with my friends Namning and Emmy the first time. And then the second time I went during the day and I experienced it by myself. The nighttime that we went, there was like firecrackers and like dragon dances and a, a really nice market that we kind of tried food they made me try like this one dish that had like some kind of like sour taste to it to be honest i wasn't a fan of it it wasn't like it was new it's something i never had before but it was um very interesting and um yeah, it was good to try for the first time. They ordered it and then they even paid for me, you guys. They were the sweetest. This festival went on for about like nine days. So um, I did attend one of the other days and they have like certain days for like certain things. But the day that I went, I happened to come across a time where they were doing the parade, which when they do the parade, they have like their gods or people that are kind of like the chosen ones walking with their outfits and with like knives and stuff in their mouth or face and things like that or people like chanting and stuff and they kind of like blow up firecrackers to kind of celebrate that god so that was really interesting to see and witness i did share in a reel about this as well so if you're interested in that go look at my reels on instagram or facebook but it was really nice to experience other culture i felt like i could really relate to this culture because i do believe in shamanism and when i learned about their religion i really learned that you know there's a lot of similarity with shamanism as well i learned all of the information through my friend emmy and through google of course it was really nice to educate myself and keep an open mind on other religion when i was at this festival i decided to stop in a cafe because during the daytime at like around noon to like maybe 4 p.m it gets super hot so i decided to stop at a cafe and I stopped at the most amazingest cafe ever. It was so aesthetic. It was called Hogshead Phuket. And it was giving very like Harry Potter vibes. That's exactly what it was. And it had so many like decorations and details to everything. Even when you walked out of this like um, room to kind of go to the bathroom, they decorated like making it seem like it was outside as well. Everything was just so aesthetic and beautiful and pretty. And I really loved the vibes. They were playing like very like spooky and like Harry Potter music, which was really cool. I Will say that the beer butter that i had was not the best it kind of tasted like watered down um so it wasn't the best but the whole experience still it was still very like beautiful and i really recommend this cafe if you go because it's like one of the coolest cafes i've ever been to other than my friends numning and emmy i also met some exchange students at my friend numning's cafe i shared with them about why i was here what i was doing and everything i wasn't open yet about being a csa survivor so i didn't share 
with them about that detail and that healing part of myself. But I did share with them about, you know, trying to find a purpose in life and how I'm able to do all of this stuff. And they were really cool. You know, they were really open and really friendly. And so I got to meet them during my experience in Phuket as well. And then also I met these two travel nurses when I was eating out at my favorite restaurant. They were kind of eating together and having a whole conversation. And I just overheard their conversation and I just felt like, oh, like they're such, you know, friendly people. Like I should open myself up to being their friend. And I contemplated on that for a while before I actually approached them and was like, hey, um, I overheard you guys. Like, where are you guys from? You know, like I then I started talking to them and we just like vibed and we clicked instantly. We kind of talked about stays because I was telling them about how I was at um, Coco Tao. But I, you know, I, I'm kind of moving around a lot. I'm trying to find something super affordable, but it seems like every price is around like twenty dollars and they're like yeah they're staying at um you know those backpacking places so then um, they said that it was really cheap and i was like oh that's really cool and they were like yeah you should check it out and i was like okay we ended up um walking to go see it and then also like they were down to go to the beach together so we went to the beach for a little bit i believe and then we kind of just parted ways and then we added each other on socials and it was really nice to come across them in my life as well that was really like all of the people that I kind of made friends with and met in Phuket but they were all really nice people my favorite dish in Phuket was this tom yum soup that I had when I first arrived maybe it was because it was my first one but I feel like I have tried like so many tom yums where throughout my whole trip that I'm like uh, I want to go back and have this one it was really quality but it was really pricey as well I think it was about like either 200 or 400 baht which is pricey for a local price and so then you know i didn't get it a second time because it was really pricey for me my next favorite food there was and and it's not like it's just at this place because this place is actually all over thailand it's called the coffee club they serve coffee and food but it was this time where i kind of ordered seafood they had like a seafood platter with desserts and stuff where i ordered that to go and then i brought that to the beach and it was so bomb you guys like the seafood was like perfectly seasoned and then the dessert was so delicious it came with like ice cream and something else and then i had like this like caramelized baked banana oh my god it was so good but yeah i had that there which i felt like was really delicious maybe it was just a whole vibe too the other thing that I had that was really good, I had like this drink. It was like a purple drink from the mall and it was so delicious. It was like some kind of like lavender lychee or something. And it was so good. Like I went there and got it the first time and I was like, oh, the next time I come here, I'm going to have to get it again, which I did. And it was so delicious. Last but not least, my favorite of all time, like when anybody asks me like what was your favorite dish in thailand i always bring this up and it is the pad thai that i had at this one restaurant i don't quite remember the name of it but i'll link it in the description it was called like six something I, i'm not really quite sure but it was the best pad thai i've ever had and i'm really picky with pad thai as well so this one was like so delicious i was like is this even pad thai because it's so bomb and it was so affordable you guys it was only like a dollar and like 70 cents and that was with protein so i was like oh my god like this is so good but that was my favorite dish of all time in thailand not just Phuket, like in thailand in my whole travel there 
it was so delicious i had it like maybe i don't know seven to ten times <laughs> because it was so good and at this restaurant too it's so funny my first time there um i wanted a drink and when i was ordering drinks i ordered this drink that was like 200 baht or something like that and since this restaurant was a little bit further out from like the tourist area 200 baht is kind of the normal price for a normal glass of cocktail so i thought that it was going to be a normal glass of cocktail but it ended up being a whole bucket and it was during the day you guys and so i was like oh my god i'm gonna be walking around Around carrying this bucket of alcohol because i cannot finish this bucket of alcohol today and right here right now so then i was like carrying this bucket of alcohol during the day and yeah people were looking at me <laughs> but i didn't know that it was a bucket but hey I did finish it eventually but the ice kind of like watered it down so it just felt like it was never ending <laughs> the last thing that i want to share with you guys about my experience in phuket is that i did have my first safety scare in phuket it happened on the side of the bunglan road that is not closer to the beach so the entrance from the opposite side of the one from the beach was where i kind of had this encounter it happened where on the right side you kind of go into the strip where they kind of sell food and you go eat in there it happened in there i was ordering tum yum soup again it wasn't the same one i was ordering tum yum soup and i was kind of waiting for my order and then this girl had approached me and she looked she looked like she was a foreigner as well she approached me and she was just really friendly with me like overly friendly i think right away she came off too strong and she was just giving me a bad vibe and bad energy the first thing she asked me was if i was by myself and when you're traveling alone when somebody asks you that you always say no i'm not by myself um, i'm here with people or they went to the bathroom or or they're at the hotel things like that so i was like to her i was like no my brothers my brothers are at the hotel um, i just came out to grab dinner quick before i head back and she's like oh that's cool and i was like yeah and then i was waiting for my food and she was like trying to strike conversations with me i don't really remember exactly what she what else she asked me about but i remember that there was even a point where she asked to use my wi-fi and i was explaining to her that my wi-fi on my phone doesn't work for some reason and um i can't share it um to other people and other things because i couldn't share it to my other devices and she was like oh well that's strange and she was really forceful she even was like oh here let me try and things like that and i was like oh no like i know it's not gonna work and being and i was being very persistent but kind at the same time and you know she finally got the clues and she stopped trying to get my wi-fi and you know you just never know with the wi-fi stuff like what if she tries to like track you or something like i don't know how all this stuff works you know so um she tried to do that and then that threw me off as well for you to just kind of ask a stranger to use their wi-fi like that she came off very strong again and then as i was eating she was like oh what's that i'm trying to start like small talks with me what are you eating and i was like um, it's tom yum soup and she was like is it good and i was like yeah it's pretty good it's like sour and stuff and there's like shrimp in there and she's like oh okay um yeah seems good things like that and i was like yeah and then you know she'll pause a little bit and then she'll be like oh what's that and then she pointed to this like black bag that i had of like these souvenir things that i bought and she and i was like oh it's just souvenirs and then she was like oh oh um, can i see it and i was like at this point i was really fed up already because i was in the middle of like eating my food and she was being she was making me very uncomfortable so i was like is it okay if i just enjoy my meal and she was like oh yeah that's fine and then she finally stopped bothering me and she stopped asking me questions and stopped being so persistent about everything
to me, like when you travel alone, you have to be very confident and you have to be very strong because in these kind of scenarios, you don't know if you are a target for human trafficking or if you are a target to be like kidnapped. You just really don't know. And this person was coming off very strong where it felt like I was their target. And so then I was being very extra cautious after that because she already threw me like it was already a red flag with the first question that she asked me as well. So after I finished my dinner and she was just kind of sitting there I decided to walk around the whole eating area again to kind of just eye and see if anybody was just like you know eyeing me or acting weird or awkward or you know giving me an odd vibe so I was feeling like you just don't know if you are the target and now they are going to be tracking you and following you so I did that and then I I didn't notice anybody but I didn't go straight to my hotel either. Instead of going straight to my hotel, I went on the Banglan Road where a whole bunch of people were like walking everywhere. And I was hoping that if they were tracking me that I would lose them in the crowd or I would be able to see them when I turn around and walk back, you know. So then I decided to do that and walk on the Banglan Road before I headed back to my hotel as well. And this happened maybe like my third or second night in Thailand. I just really felt uneasy and I felt like there was a safety issue in that, you know, I shouldn't go out like two days in a row because I people people catch on people see you and so then I didn't go out for like maybe three days or so and then after that then I started to feel more comfortable and confident if you ever find yourself in that kind of scenario please be very bold and be very strong and make up lies you don't have to be such an honest person because I struggle with that too I know I'm a very honest person and I feel guilty for lying but when it comes to your safety and you're a solo traveler you have to be these type of things and you have to do these type of things so that you are safe in the end that's about all of my overall experiences in Phuket. I will rate it uh, like an 8 out of 10. I feel like it's it was a really great experience, but it's not something that I would really go back to. I didn't have like the tendency to kind of want to go back to it when I was traveling to other places other than for like my friends um, and for the Patai. <laughs> so it was a really great experience, but it's also not one of those cities that I um, really enjoyed too much because it was just kind of pricey for the budget that I had. Now I'm going to share with you guys all of the tips if you didn't catch on to some of the tips already that I've shared. But my number one tip is be aware of scams. High traffic area means that they become creative with how to get you from human trafficking to getting you to pay damages on like skis. And I actually did witness this happen. And I don't know if those people did actually damage their skis, but it was interesting to see how they had paperwork and cops so ready, like right there and then to to go and figure all this out with you know the people that rented the skis so you know it does happen so be aware of that you know that you're taking a risk if you go do those kind of things and when you're in a high traffic area that you know there are risks as well but just again be very bold and confident other scams are like massage parlors where they will pull you and try to get you to go and get massages. I didn't witness this in Phuket, but, um, you know, there is a lot of massage parlors. And I heard of like, you know, people getting in trouble for that kind of thing too, like massages. So be careful of that as well. Number two is that do not buy souvenirs in Phuket if you plan to continue your travel anyways. Uh, Phuket sells for double the price or even triple the price of what it is. If it's a rare item, then sure 
never get it. But if it's an item that you see other shops are selling as well, then you can definitely find these items in other cities for cheaper and in other areas of Phuket that will be cheaper. That's something that I really learned is that the souvenirs I bought in Phuket were really expensive. Number three is the beach water changes. I don't know if people knew this because I didn't know this, but um, it did change within like, I don't know, three days or so. And it, I saw the water was really clear and nice. And I was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful, but I'm not going to swim today. I'll swim like in the next couple days. And then it was like really dirty, green and muggy and weird. So if you plan to go in into the water then um if you see that the water's nice then go in there now instead of waiting for later because it might not be as beautiful later number four there's a lot of rain in phuket i felt like regardless of if, if it was rainy season or not so prepare accordingly i had like sandals that were able to go in water because there would be like little areas of floods and stuff so um, prepare that or like a raincoat or an umbrella um, it's quite common to use umbrella to protect sun anyway so um, you can use umbrella with sun and rain and then my last tip to you is that if you are looking to get a massage, like a quality massage, then try to go to like spas or the more kind of well put together. Because in Phuket or like the high traffic areas, you will see that there's a lot of like little massage parlors and there will be like girls or guys even sitting outside just kind of waiting to get customers. And these kind of massages, honestly, my experience with them have not been the best. It was like so uncomfortable or like I didn't feel good after. It wasn't a good type of pain or anything. It was like a really sore, achy. And, and like at one point, my foot kind of hurt from the scratching that they were doing on my foot. I don't even know how that happens. But um, yeah, so it wasn't the best. And it, it's still pricey too. Like they charge about 200 to 300. And it's it's not it's not the best massages. To be honest, I'm not even quite sure if they're licensed or if the owner is licensed and then they just kind of hire people and, and then like teach them. But I have noticed that there's a very big difference from the professionals where you pay a little bit more and then they are really quality. I think that there are some massage parlors that are really quality in this Phuket area, but they were very expensive. They were around 650 to like 1000 baht and up. And that price is really pricey because you can get like all included with like massages, oil massage, and even scrub for only 500 baht. And so, you know, um, keep that in mind as well. But if you're trying to get like a quick foot massage, then pay that 200 and get a quick foot massage if your feet is just aching that bad that's all of the tips that i have to share with you guys through all of my experiences in phuket it was a great experience honestly um i do still recommend that you go and visit that city if you'd like with that being said through all of my experiences and everything in this episode my message to you is that be confident be confident in the way that you carry yourself in the way that you travel the way that you uh, research or learn things or do things because being confident was what kind of got me through everything in Phuket since it was the beginning of my trip it was something that I had to really have because I was learning and I was still trying to get to know the environment as I traveled so being confident with the way you carry yourself spiritually when something is not feeling right right being confident when people post 
enable you to go and sit in their massage parlors or their restaurants being confident when somebody is coming off too strong and you know that this doesn't feel right and being confident on how to save yourself out of these kind of situations as well so my message to you is to be confident especially if you're traveling by yourself all right that's all i have to share with you guys about my solo experience in phuket thailand i really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you got a lot of information with what you're looking for or if not that you got to live through all of the experiences that i went through in phuket i hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week and as always that you stay being the bad boss that you are bye